from a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. Radio show morning host, film producer, stand-up comedian, author, and bourbon fan Dino Tripodis has contributed a great deal to Central Ohio in his time here. Most familiar as part of the Dino and Stacy duo on Sunday 95, Tripodis left the station last summer and has been hard at work on other interests that we'll discover today. Welcome to Craft. Will you tell my mother that? I will tell that you that I've been that. hard at work. Yes. yes, because ever since I left the station, uh, she's uh, you know called me every day, literally every day, to ask me what I've been doing or what I have done. And every morning, it's the same conversation. You know, Ma started off the morning, made a pot of coffee, read the paper. Um, heated up the red hot poker that I plan on sticking in my eye during this conversation because you keep asking me the same questions day in and day out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think she thinks that I'm one month away from uh, being homeless and and on some sort of uh, government assistance. Okay, good. So please, by all means, tell my mother. Right. What's your your mother's name? Christine. Christine, he has been hard at work. Hard at work. He is sitting here with a pile of manuscripts. Manuscripts, a pile, Ma. It it is amazing the work that he's done. She, she She would not equate that with work. What would be equated to work? Working, <laughs> but writing going is someplace, work. Going someplace to a, a job every day, mm-hmm. and what's always been the most important thing to my mother is, you know, I remember when I first took the job at Sunny ninety five twenty four years ago. Oh my gosh, twenty four years ago, you know, and will you get benefits? You know, medical benefits because right, right. mothers worry about you know you, your health, and your mm-hmm. your well being. So I get it, ma. But okay. yeah. So, so you'll be sending this to her and saying, this is proof. I was on the lowest rated show on NPR, uh, and, and you've got this evidence yeah, now. Yeah, that, that will definitely just move things in the absolute wrong direction. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have uh, <laughs> described it quite so accurately. So uh, uh, well, let's start with you have a podcast. Yes. Called Whiskey Business. Whiskey Business, a podcast not so much about whiskey as mm-hmm. it is one with whiskey. whiskey which we uh, don't have here. You don't. You should point out. That uh, this is, uh, you know, you don't have a whiskey podcast here, or we don't have whiskey here. Oh, that's fine. This is a stand-up sort of community. Uh, Trust me, I have (laughs) more than enough whiskey in my own home, and it seems uh, to follow me wherever I go. Anyway, so and you talked to our own Johnny DiLoretto recently on that. Um, Johnny's been on the on the podcast uh, a few times, actually. Um, He's been on uh, the first time I think he was on with uh, my friend George Wolf. It was right around, uh, um, well, I think, well, did, did he do the very, one of the very first ones with us? We talked about the best, I think he's been on with the best booze movies. Hmm. I think he was on with us one time with the uh, Academy Awards season. Uh, he was on by himself with uh, probably one of our most uh, popular podcasts because Johnny was so open and revealing at the time um and then recently he uh did our holiday two-parter which is um part one is airing right now as we speak and part two will drop um this weekend uh which i don't know when this will air but it'll it'll the part two will drop before christmas it's a running commentary on it's a wonderful life Mm. we watched and did a running commentary on a holiday classic movie that tears us up 
both inside for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So while we're watching the movie and discussing the movie, um, a lot of emotional things come out of that that particular podcast. So yeah, he's he's a. I would consider him now a regular guest on Whiskey Business. He does a great job. Okay. All right. So, and and obviously, uh, our our listeners will know and hopefully know that he is uh, a part of WCBE's family. Yes. And uh, does a community relations for WCB and did a twenty four hour marathon on. Uh, uh, about six months back or a year or so, I don't know. It all blends together at this point. And uh, to raise some cash to, to raise some cash for the fine WCBE. Good man. So you've uh, what is the medium of podcasting like for you versus say the very what I assume to be tight deadlines that you had in radio? Now you've got as much time as you want. Freedom, mm-hmm. freedom for one. Um, uh, in radio, which uh, I'm not saying anything disparaging about radio, but it is a very tight format. Um, on any given morning, there is a list of songs that you play every hour. There's news, there's traffic, there's commercial spots. And then you get, uh, well, at the time, when I, right before I left, we were averaging between one and a half to two minute breaks to talk and discuss something or get to something which uh, just didn't seem like enough time to me. I was getting very frustrated with that Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact and the podcast was something that um the station initially uh, approached me about uh my co-host at the time stacy was was doing one called bombcast which is a very popular one and they asked me if i wanted to do something they wanted to get more into digital media right and that's when i came up with whiskey business i said you know what do i like to do I, i i like i like whiskey but i didn't want it to be about whiskey we do not claim to be whiskey experts by any stretch of the imagination uh, all we do on Whiskey Business is the only running theme is that there is a different bottle of whiskey every week that I share with my guests. If they choose to imbibe, they don't have to. It's not a right. requirement. Um, we do a little research, some basic research on the on the whiskey, um, where it comes from, how much it might be, maybe some of the notes and, and, and tastes and, and, and the nose, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Uh, but then... It, the podcast is really about the guest, and the mm-hmm. guests range from A to Z. Um, we had an astrophysicist on. I still haven't gotten a Z guest yet. I don't you know. need a zoologist. I need a zoologist. We should talk to somebody at Ohio State. At, yeah. at Ohio State or at the Columbus Zoo. Somebody. Maybe right. get Jack Hanna on. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be great. That'd be cool. So, Jack, Jack Hanna, since Jack, you're listening. If you're listening and, and you like to drink whiskey, <laughs> I'm your guy. Uh, yeah, and then we, and then, and then we, we uh, sip on the whiskey. Sometimes we sip a little more than others, mm-hmm. other times, but um, uh, we have these uh, great conversations that just go in a in a lot of different directions. Uh, a lot of my guests have said, you know, how do we get here? Right. And and, and to that, I I'll, I'll take some credit for that because I do lead them down a path, whether okay. they realize it or not. So what's the path you're you're looking to lead them on? Is I don't that know something because I really about? only have like three questions. <laughs> I, I know, and I, I, I'm not saying that jokingly. Okay. I start off with three basic questions, and I think one of the, and you're doing it right now. Uh, you're doing you're doing the right thing. You're not you're not uh, posed and ready to go to the next question. You're listening to my answer, and if you listen to someone's answer, uh, you dig deeper in in the process. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you start off with one question, and depending on how that person answers, provided it's not a yes-no question, you try to avoid that, you can go deeper into different layers and go into different directions. And I make little notes if something strikes me as to why I want to know more about this. Right. 
uh, or more about this particular situation, we'll dig a little deeper. So do you mean you have three sort of standard questions? Kind of standard. Three, yeah, so kinda, what are the three questions? They vary. They okay. vary on the guest. They do. They okay. vary on the guest. Whoever's coming in, um, I, I will, I will uh, learn a little bit about them, but not too much because I, wanna, I want to discover things as the listener is. Okay. And now the viewer, because we're also uh, doing YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, okay. Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis, and now we are videoing the uh, the podcast as well. A nice little two camera shoot. You would love, you would dig it. You would totally yeah, like, yeah. like it, and it kind of gives it a whole different feel. Okay. So, and the URL for that is whiskeybusinesstheshow.com? Is for YouTube, a- it's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Our website is whiskeybusinessshow.com, which I'm sure I'll say again before I depart. We have a Facebook page. We are also have an Instagram, uh, Whiskey Business Show, uh, Instagram account, where we try to throw up things from time to time that are that are whiskey and, and just uh, entertainment-related mm-hmm. on that. And um, it's... It keeps growing. It keeps growing. That's the thing about podcasts. There's so many of them. Right. But then I, I saw this uh, study that said that there are probably over 500,000 actual podcasts, but really only 200,000 of those are are active and regular. Because mm-hmm. somebody says, I'm going to do a podcast. Right. And they do one, and then maybe six months later they do another one. Well, we try to, to do one almost every week. Right. Um, holidays get in the way vacations get in the way and even when that happens we try to do a little thing called whiskey shots which are just short little little tidbits to kind of cover the base until we get a full podcast the the following week yeah so uh frequency i think is a key to uh developing a a successful podcast without a doubt so how do you go about getting your guests? When you look at the landscape of, of, of Columbus or people coming in, I notice you've had some, uh, I think, touring comics uh, come through. Yes. What makes you say uh, that person, that person? How do you get uh, the idea for the That's the people? beauty of it. I think uh, I, we've had some that have been more whiskey-centric or... or, or uh, what makes somebody more whiskey-centric? Well, they're, they're for in example, it we had uh, uh, a recent one was with a... a, a lovely lady named Krista Lavi, who was uh, voted uh, best bartender in Columbus nine years running. Um, she's also in the Dame Hall of Fame, which is a uh, distinguished organization in the, uh, in the uh, entertainment industry, in the food and beverage industry, where uh, you, not a lot of people get nominated to be in it. And they, they, they could be bartenders, um, uh, restaurant owners, chefs, whatever the case might be, but they're all women. So she she had some clout, and she had some really interesting stories. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think everybody's got a story. I had my uh, I had my program director <clears throat> at the time when I was working at Saint Ninety Five in for a podcast, and that one was entitled "Fathers and Sons." He had just recently lost his father, mm. and uh, and that podcast was about our relationships with our fathers that uh, uh, his was a little bit better but there were things that uh, didn't happen or or did happen that he regretted and and we talked about those regrets and it ended up being you know something very special so I think I guess the point I'm trying to make is is that everybody's got a story mm-hmm. and uh, as far as a guest, it doesn't have to be anybody of any type of renown or or notoriety or, or fame. It just could be s- somebody interesting. Okay. And I think everybody's got an interesting story. I don't care who you are. And it's up to me as the host to draw that out. And 
I listen to early podcasts, and they're okay. And, you know, I, 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 but it, it's once again repetitive, being repetitive, and 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 go, you, you just the muscle gets stronger. Right. And I listen to podcasts now from a few months ago, as opposed to uh, you know some of the earlier podcasts, and just by repetition and doing it over and over again, I, I've I've become uh, somewhat of a better interviewer. Did you listen to? shows that you did at Sunday 95 like that or is this sort of a new thing where you say I'm going to listen to this because I got to be honest I've done um, radio television and I have never watched an episode of myself on TV I have I mean but I edit all my own Uh audio so I've had to do that over and over and over and I'm curious whether that's something new because of the podcast or because radio you know at least like when you started they probably didn't record every one right so, so are you asking me? I'm asking it? how different of an experience is that for you? Is that what you feel has, has changed you is listening to what you've done before on some of the earlier podcasts and saying, I'm going to do something different now or no, you know? I no, no, I don't think I changed anything by listening to the earlier podcast. All I did was take note of the progression of, okay. of how I'm doing it and, and, and how I've learned to um, listen better and, and ask more questions and, and dig a little deeper and not be afraid to do that either. Yeah. You know? It's uh, so yeah, th- there's, there's, there's a learning curve with everything. Yeah. Everything. It's gotta be, I mean, that's one of the things I think would be the most difficult doing like a morning show where people come on their guests for, you know, three to five minutes or something mm-hmm. like that. You can't really get uh, into a lot of those questions. And I mean, I felt that sort of reticence myself about asking people uh, difficult questions. Uh, Terry Gross does such a great job she of does it. a wonderful job and, and you're, you're sitting there like how do you get people to respond to some of these things and it's a you know it's a great well, thing to one develop. of the things that people have told me is that uh uh they forget they forget that we're recording they mm-hmm. forget that we're doing a podcast um with the video cameras now too they forget about the video cameras um and once again, I think that's a great thing because that, right. that means they're engaged, they're immersed, they're not they're not going through the motions. We're we're connecting. Does the whiskey help? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it does. This, maybe maybe this the whiskey he, the yeah, relaxes people a right. little bit. Yeah. But like yeah. with the astrophysicist, uh, he was not an imbiber. Who was this? Oh, you're gonna. You're is it gonna Paul Sutter or is it, it was Paul? Okay, yeah, it was I know Paul, Paul from OSU. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great. Probably one of my favorite podcasts. Because uh, it was informative, he was he was entertaining, he was funny, and uh, he's very excitable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've worked <laughs> and, with him before, and uh, he he brought it down to a you know everyday common. Not you, you don't you don't you don't have to have any knowledge of of astrophysics to have understood or appreciated that podcast. Right. Which I appreciate it because I know nothing about astrophysics. Yeah, and he does a weekly mm-hmm. uh, radio show for a fine radio station named uh, WCBE in Central Ohio. Uh, you've you've probably heard of it. I heard. I, you know, there's what? a giant poster I, I, right there. I see it right with, there uh, with that I, name I, on it. I, I, so let's switch from the podcast to something else you're doing to let your mom know that you're working. Oh, and, no. um, really? you're, work, you're working on a book. I am right now. On a book. Now, my mother does not know about the book. She has no clue about. So the book. we should not talk about the no, book. No, we can is talk it? about okay. the book. But I, she's going to once again think, uh, um, "Well, that's nice, honey." <laughs> I mean, that's how. What? That, that's. She does not mean. You know, I don't mean for this to be a, a you know, a well, psychologist session about you know. Tell me, I, tell I me I about tell, your mother. Tell me about my mother. But that's just how um, Greek and Italian moms 
or, or ethnic moms in general are, they, 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 it doesn't register. When I did stand-up comedy and traveled all across the country for 45 weeks a year, she still thought it was like a hobby. And that's how I was making my living. Right. I didn't really get the credit for being a stand-up comedian with my mother until I made my first national television appearance. You know, when I was on an actual, when she could actually see me on television, on a mm -hmm. on a channel that she watches, <laughs> then it was I was ex I was well, you accepted. Know, you say forty five weeks a year. That's still seven weeks off. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's still so much time that you're just sitting around. Who has who who takes seven weeks, weeks of vacation? Yeah, I mean, come on, I got to be on your mom's side. Yeah, it's fine. But um, but it's not just ethnic moms. I, I'm I'm the whitest of the white bread, and I think that that's a a. a I always want. I was common. I was curious. I always wanted to know who that was. The whitest of the white yes. bread? That is me. That is you? Have you look at this, yeah. and I'm nearly yeah. transparent. I don't go out in the sun. <laughs> I'm very much like a vampire. Um, I have uh, been uh, a little bit of bragging here. I have actually gone to the hospital with a sunburn. So that's really? how... Is that a great day for you? That was, you know, of the many humiliating experiences in my life, riding to the... the um, hospital in ambulance because of a sunburn. Of a sunburn. Ranks up there. You know, beat that people how how stupid do you feel was it would because it, it was would, the, would it be like a sunburn that i would get but for me it would be like <laughs> it would just turn my skin uh, darker yeah, and more yeah. olive so I, but I, for you it, it was life-threatening well it wasn't life-threatening what happened was I um, went to the hospital. This, yeah i know this uh, i probably shouldn't mention it but see i didn't know how did we get here here we are. That's me. That's Here we my are. Fault. And and so uh, I was out um, uh, working on. Um, I was stripping a door, and a friend of mine was there who was part. Um, he always told me, I don't know how true this is. Part Native American. He tanned in an instant. Right. And we were both out, um, stripped to the waist, sweating like dogs in the sun. And I just burned. Way to make the story sexy. Yeah. It was. <laughs> oh man, I was 128 pounds, 5'11". You know, you could see every rib. This this was just yeah. the sexiest man. You can imagine, and um, my back turned this beautiful beet red, and I tried to put stuff on it. And then the next day, I worked at a restaurant that was a greasy spoon, right. and I just got covered in grease, and it got more and more oh, itching and awful. peeled, and ah, oh, it was del delightful. And at some point, uh, somebody in my family said, "We need to call this idiot an ambulance uh, because I don't think we can put him in a car uh, because it was writhing around." You, you know. Couldn't touch anything i couldn't touch uh, anything oh and then, God, then they, they gave me a shot of something and uh, it calmed down and, and by the time i got to the hospital i just felt a shot of cortisone probably mm -hmm. or a shot of whiskey oh, you know it could have been yeah. any of these things at that time it would have knocked me down as much but let's get back to your book the book okay. i wrote down what you were thinking i wrote down what you were thinking and every day you wrote an essay you i've written well here's 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 the i for lack of a better word uh inspiration for it um i turned 59 this year I was born in 1959, and I don't know why those numbers resonated with me this year. Mm -hmm. But I, I felt in my heart and everything I believe in, I felt that this would be a year of change. Now, this is before I knew I was going to leave the radio station. This is in January. But I felt that 59 was going to be a year of significant change. So I decided, um, and, and this is where I... I I, I've kind of gotten a little prickly at times um, when I've tried to explain this to people. I said that I would, starting on January 1st, I would write a one-page essay, which is harder than you think. You say, oh, one page, but it's hard to 
if for anybody who 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 writes, it, it's sometimes it's it's harder to write a short story than it is a no, a novel because you have to encapsulize your thoughts into a, a short story. So you know, increase those odds with an essay, a one page essay to get your complete thought from start to finish in one page and still have it be cohesive and coherent and make some sense. So that's a little harder than, than it seems, but I decided I would write a one-page essay every day on whatever thought popped into my head. And people say, oh, so you're writing a journal. No, I'm not writing a journal. I, a journal is, wow, um, I, I can't believe how big of a dump I took today. I, I, in fact, it was so big, I took a picture of it. Now, who should I send this to? You know, and I wish you'd stop sending those to me. But go, go on. That's a yeah. journal, right? You know, and there is no essay about my my fecal matter. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to say, uh, but whatever thought would come into my head, and they range from the uh, uh, silly to the surreal to the serious to flat out funny. Uh, some of them are poignant, but they all. The only way it is like, I guess. A journal, if you will, as I as I go back and I look at them, it is kind of a. It's not so much a journal it's, as it is a journey, because these are the thoughts that have popped into your head on any given day on whatever topic might be. Um, there's there's one on uh, uh, suicide, and 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 there's one on um, uh, about how we get all our news now from our from our our loved ones via text as opposed to phone calls. You know, bad news, good news, whatever the case might be. There's uh, some in there about my family. There's one in there about hot dogs. I, it, it, you know, whatever has popped into my head. Um, the, the one I, the one that I wrote yesterday was called the uh, Barstool Psychiatrist, where I was uh, sitting and talking with a friend of mine who was a little down and low, and I was we were at a bar and I listened and uh, we 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 talked and. And, and, and I hearken back to the name Tripodus. Um, it's not Greek mythology, but the story I've been told, the name Tripodus, uh, how we got that name was back in ancient times in Greece, uh, supposedly, my descendants would sit on golden tripods and dispense wisdom and advice to people who would come for that very thing. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got the idea. So I felt like I was on my... My tripod oh, yesterday, and and dispense. And after my friend left, this guy says to me, he "Goes, I didn't mean to be eavesdropping, but you seem like a pretty wise guy. You know, a pretty wise man. You said some really, some really in, intelligent, well thought out." He goes, "Are you a psychologist?" <clears throat> and I said to him, "No, man. I'm just a guy on a bar stool who, who 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 gives a shit." And then he started talking to me, and all of a sudden, you know, I had another session. <laughs> <laughs> And that gives you a reason to be there because yeah. you can be like I'm not drinking I'm helping I'm helping right, right I'm helping right. these people but it was it you know so th so the they range uh, and and some of them reflect the times um, uh, you know uh, there was one in there about the the how I felt after the the, the horrible shooting in, in Parkland in Florida earlier this year mm -hmm. um, there's there's some in there about the the holidays. Uh, there were some in there that kind of reflected. It wasn't so much about me when I left the station per se, but it was the essay was about leaving something that you've done for a long, long time and how how your life will change. And um, I was telling a friend about it, and and uh, 
they were saying that's how I got the title. Goes, man, I I've always thought about that, but you know, I've never taken the time to actually write about it. And that's where I got the title. I wrote down what you were thinking because I think even though these are my thoughts on any given subject, I think other people will identify with uh, what's in the page on, on any and and a little gimmicky, I will admit, because I know the uh, the attention span of of today's reader. It's you know we we, we joked about this right, when we, yeah. through our emails. I, I think I called it the uh, the, the toilet intellectual. The toilet intellectual because it's right. a, you, you can read one page at a time. Well, there's already the Uncle John's reader, right? Right. So you can you can tap into that market and you won't just flush away your efforts. <laughs> you That's, could I'm, you could read one every day. Right. You if, know right, it right. could be like a you know just like a, a, a one page a day for the whole 365 days, mm -hmm. or you could read a bunch at a time. But you know you don't have to worry about oh this. This next chapter is is forty eight pages. Too long. I don't have yeah. time. No, right, this is just yeah. one and done. You know? So when you go back and look through it, um, when you review it, do you start feeling like, oh, there's themes here I didn't think about. There's things that I come back to, touchstones, things that I mention maybe that you didn't see the first time around because that's often, you know, when the, when I've done writing, I found oh, there's this theme and then I'll bring it out. And yeah. Uh, so you're asking me basically if I'm going to change. Uh, a lot of what I what I <laughs> no 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 what have you when you when you read it what have you seen that you were like okay when I put these next to each other do I see an arc that there's something going on maybe behind it that I didn't think about like but in, the, in the in the days in a row yeah like do I sometimes is there like a like a an emotion that's kind of carried on from day to day to day sure sometimes that happens yeah, yeah. sometimes there is sometimes there is a a, a string that that is uh, mm -hmm. unconsciously connected. To, but even while even while the essays are different, you can, and that's why I said it's like a journey because, right. well, obviously, he was in this kind of frame of mind for three days, and then something else something happened, else happened right. to snap him out of it, and he started writing about this. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay. sometimes some, sometimes there are days like that where, where they they fall into a, a certain feeling, or uh, a certain type of. Um, uh, emotion that that's present. So yeah, I would definitely say that's the case. Have you shared it with other people to say, you know, what's your experience reading it, getting feedback? Not, like that? No, not, not, not yeah. Well, um, not ready. Yeah, um, there's a, a friend of mine has 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 read a few, and I've shared with uh, <coughs> you know some some people, uh, a couple of them, but you know. It, I don't. I don't like to share anything until it's really done, mm -hmm. and then when it's done, and uh, but because does that mean you're going to go back and change things? Well, no, I'm going to probably change some things that are okay. that are grammatically incorrect. You know, I'll probably have to uh, employ a, a good editor to, you know, how do you shorten a one-page essay? Well, there might be a, and I might add a line or two just mm -hmm. just to to fill it out, either in the beginning or at the end to make it feel more complete. Because I'm actually, uh, well, now the as I'm transferring them into the computer, I, I'm doing that. But initially, I, I wrote them down in longhand. Uh, and someone said, oh, that wouldn't it be great if they could publish it like that? I go, well, then nobody would be able to read it because my handwriting's horrible. But, um, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, uh, it's, it's been a really good experience. And I, 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 think, I'm, I think I'm more pleased with the, the follow-through. You know, 
Oh, the fact that you did it. The I fact see, that I see. You, right, right, I'm, right, right. I'm coming up here uh, at the end of December, and like, oh wow, I'm going to finish this. You got a stack of papers. You got all the originals, so you yeah, can donate those <laughs> at some a, point to, to the to the Dino Tripoda's library. Right. that doesn't exist. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. it could. You know, <laughs> it, it's, it'd be like the Uncle John reader, well, like we like, mentioned. Yeah, it's like I brought this with me. This is the this is the current. There's two books. That I filled in, and uh, I mean, you can see for yourself; they're all right. Yeah, they're yeah all right it's a leather-bound. Uh, yeah. uh, so, will this here? get left behind? You know what? It's funny you, you mentioned that. I I think I did it like this, because um, if if there were to be any type of success or any type of notoriety in my life, you know what? I I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but. Just, I, I think I wrote and one of the essays was about this. Like, you know, what am I going to leave behind? Right. What's going to matter that I leave behind? Um, I've written, I've got, as you, as you jokingly said, a pile of manuscripts. Well, I do have a pile of of, of rejected manuscripts and and and, and scripts and, and short stories and and unfinished novels that are piled high in in my office. Uh, come the day that I leave this world, I, I would like to think that my daughter would would want those. But she's not going to go through all that crap. But this, this being kind of complete, mm -hmm. and in one book like this, this might be something that that she would actually want to hold on to mm -hmm. and, and cherish. I noticed the the cover is a compass. How conscious was that when you you bought that? Because it it's about the journey, as you as you said. Never thought but, about it. Okay. Darn. Never I was. That. I so, was. Wow. I was saying you are wow, deep. Wow. I am not that deep, <laughs> but you are. I didn't. I never picked up on the whole. What's the, the direction? The compass that you're thing. Going in? Because the other leather-bound book, which is this one, this one starts up in uh, August first. So the first one goes from uh, January to July, and then I ran out of pages, and this one uh, started up. I've never noticed, and it does not have a compass on it. It's another leather-bound book, but. Um, well, you were finding your way at that point. Now Maybe. you've found enough of a, I mean, a track. Yeah. The, the old man in the pea, <laughs> a little take on Ernest Hemingway, where, where, where I was actually, you know, I, I, I say I'm not jealous or envious of younger men who are better looking than me. I don't care if they're in better shape. It doesn't bother me that their testosterone levels put mine to shame uh, or, you know, or their sexual prowess and their stamina. You know, I'm, no, I'm envious of their pee. More... More specifically, their flow, because you know, as I've gotten older, as we, you know, prostate issues and whatnot, mm -hmm. and I, I never even thought about it until I was actually in a stall <laughs> with a with some twenty-something, and I'm Did doing you comment my thing. on it like huh? that is tremendous. And that's <laughs> what I said. I'm I'm doing my thing, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm doing just fine, and all of a sudden he lets loose this 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 fire hose. Of of a stream which I used to do right. that that's knocking the, the you know the porcelain off the off the the toilet and right. I'm like, mm. man, bravo, sir, yeah, good for bravo. you, and I'm like I'm you know and that's what I get jealous of like oh man I used to, <laughs> man I used to pee like that, <clears throat> yeah well maybe uh, you know with but, the appropriate therapy it'll it'll come back but you know that's what I'm that's what I'm saying they range from stuff like that uh, there's one in there right this way to your 50s sir somebody was bitching about turning 50 you know and, and it's yeah. like whenever i come across somebody that's younger than me i'm like oh okay well here's mm -hmm. here's what's coming your way you know, yeah. how to be a martyr <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Four easy steps <laughs> to how to be a martyr. Yeah, first insult <laughs> yes. the government. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, how to be a how to be a martyr. Yes, uh, yeah. Somebody always has a bigger boat. Um, vacation while on vacation. Went on vacation, and like, I'm not gainfully employed at the moment. You know, um, I'm in a. I was in a non-compete mm-hmm. clause and that type of thing, and went and go on vacation. It's hard to go on vacation when, in essence, you already kind of are on vacation. So, you know, mm-hmm. you're just doing the same shit you do at home, only in a different place. So, did did you didn't feel relaxed on vacation? You I just felt like, weird. I yeah. just, I just, it just, it just felt like a change in scenery, and not like ah, yeah, ah, nothing to decompress from. Vacation, yes. Yeah. Well, I feel just the same as I did. 24 hours ago when I was on my front porch, except now it's, you know, an ocean view. And now I'm paying a lot more for the (laughs) privilege of being on the earth. Exactly. Because I'm I'm here. Well, Dina Tripodis, I want to thank you very much for talking to me today. I appreciate it too, Doug. And we are, uh, you know, the uh, URL is whiskeybusinesstheshow.com. No, whiskeybusinessshow, all one word. Whiskeybusinessshow.com. The YouTube channel is uh, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis because there are some other whiskey business entities out there. It's not that clever of a play on words, apparently. Um, (laughs) And uh, we have a Facebook page as well, Instagram, um, Twitter. No, I'm just it's just me on Twitter at Dino Trip. So Mm -hmm. if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, we discuss whiskey business things there and also whatever reasonably clever thought might come across my brain from 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 time to time and also um wcbe listeners uh i'm looking for a publisher i've not engaged the publishing world yet or i have not started to query publishers yet as to this particular project so anybody knows of anybody get a hold of doug and he'll get a hold of me yeah all right. All right. Well, thank you very much. No, thank you very much. You want to be on Whiskey Business next year? Sure. I, I, I will be one of the second people that doesn't drink that's on it, but I'm willing to smell and and, and things like that. I'll, I'll accept that. Okay. Like I said, you don't have to. Embody. No, I don't mean smell the uh, whiskey. I just personally you smell. You personally smell. And, that's, and, and that's, I can come in and say, here are some heady notes of my <laughs> not showering. Maybe we can go deeper into the sunburn story and, <laughs> the, and, and so forth. No, I, I, I say that I I, uh, I I think you'd be a good guest. I mean, you've been very kind to me over the years with our film projects. Oh, well, and, I appreciate uh, yeah, talking to you. And, uh, and I like talking to you, so why don't we do it on my turf next time? Sure, sure. Yeah. All right, cool. For more information from my guests, visit www.crafttheshow.com. This is Doug Dangler. Until next time, be creative. Be creative.